Welcome back, Warrior Kids. My name is Pam Palmiter, and I am the host of the Warrior Kids podcast, which is taped before our famous live studio audience cricket. How is your summer going? I hope you've had a chance to get outside and enjoy the sun, the wind, the clouds, and even the rain. I live in a place where it can be hot and sunny during the day and then cool down at night with thunderstorms. One of my favorite things to do is falling asleep, safely tucked into my bed, listening to the low rumble of the thunder off in the distance. And do you know what I like most about thunderstorms? I like knowing that these storms bring rain to all the plants, flowers, and trees because they get really hot and dry in the summer. The clouds do a very important job. They help share the water from the earth to living things that can't walk to lakes and rivers to get water. I mean, have you ever seen a tree walking around looking for water? Okay, Cricket, I agree that sometimes in movies or cartoons, we see trees walking around like the magical marching ants in the Lord of the Rings movies. But that's not real. Okay, yes, Cricket, you are right again. I remember from our podcast about trees that trees are living beings. It seems as though our live studio audience, Cricket, pays close attention to these podcasts. But although Cricket is right that trees are living beings, they can't walk around to find water when the summer gets really hot and the moisture in the ground dries up. So that's why it's so important that the clouds share water in the form of raindrops so that all living things can have water. Everything on planet Earth needs water to survive. And that's why this podcast is called Water is Life. Indigenous peoples all over the world have many different words for the various forms of water. Samuguan may be the Mi'kmaq word for water, but the Mi'kmaq word for rain is Gikpesan. So it's important to know which form of water we're talking about. And the many different nations of indigenous peoples on Turtle Island have unique ceremonies related to water and its life-giving qualities. In many of these cultures, water is considered to be one of the four elements that sustain us. Earth, air, fire, and water. Water symbolizes life because we all depend on water to live. In this way, water connects all living things together. Yes, we are even connected to alligators who mostly live in water. And don't you find the sound of running water to be so soothing? And did you know that more than half of our bodies are made up of water? Isn't that amazing? Our brains and our hearts are more than 80% water. We need water for everything that happens in our bodies, whether it is the saliva in our mouths, or sweating when we get hot, or the blood flowing in our bodies. We need water. And just think about when you were a tiny, tiny baby inside of your mama's belly. You were literally surrounded in water. 
and that water helped protect you until you were born. And that's why indigenous peoples often use the saying, water is life. And because water is so precious, indigenous peoples have been leading the way and making sure that all of our water sources are protected. Sometimes, when our water sources are at risk of being contaminated or poisoned from human activity, you might see Indigenous peoples come to the waterfront and protect the water. They are called water protectors. At other times, you might see large groups of Indigenous peoples marching down the street holding signs saying, Water is life. They are trying to bring attention to the fact that we all have to work together to protect our water sources for all living things. And we have to make sure that the big projects that humans work in don't do anything to poison these waters. Another reason why you see so many indigenous water protectors is because sadly, some countries like Canada and the United States have not always made sure that Indigenous peoples can access clean water. In Canada, there are many First Nations that don't have access to clean drinking water. And the same is true in Native American communities in the United States. This means that some Indigenous peoples in these communities have higher rates of skin infections and stomach problems and other health issues due to contaminated water. It also means that they have less water to drink to stay healthy. This makes life much more difficult for Indigenous peoples. And that's not fair. That's why Indigenous water protectors not only advocate for clean waters in their communities, but they work really hard to protect the water sources all over Turtle Island so that all peoples have access to clean water. And I have to be honest about this. It hasn't been an easy job for Indigenous water protectors. But there is good news. More and more Canadians and Americans are joining us in our actions to protect water. And another good piece of news is that the United Nations has declared that water is a human right. The United Nations is an organization that works with countries all over the world to maintain peace and friendly relations. And part of their really important work is protecting human rights. And one of those human rights is the right to life. We all have the right to life. And that means being safe, healthy, and secure. Since none of us can live without clean water, the countries that belong to the United Nations decided that access to clean water was an important part of protecting the human right to life. This is great news, because now the United Nations works to help countries develop rules to protect water, something that Indigenous peoples have been doing all along. Indigenous water protectors take all kinds of actions to protect the water for human beings, plants, animals, birds, fish, and even insects. They take care of the lands near the water sources. They stop projects that would poison the waters. They help educate people about why water is so important. And they also write letters helping leaders to understand why it's so important to protect water. And even kids and youth can be water protectors. 
13-year-old Autumn Pelche from Wikwemakong First Nation in Ontario, Canada, has traveled all over Turtle Island to help educate people about how important it is to protect our water sources. And she started her water warrior work at age eight. She's one of the youngest water warriors we have, and she's been doing really important work to ask world leaders to protect water. She even gave a speech about water at the United Nations. That means that all of you warrior kids can also take actions to protect water and be water warriors yourselves. That means any of you warrior kids can take action to help protect water and be water protectors. And isn't that our motto here at the Warrior Kids Podcast? We use what we learn and we put it into action. So, what did we learn today on the Warrior Kids Podcast? Well, for sure, we learned two new Mi'kmaq words. Do you remember what they were? Samuguan means water and Gikbesan means rain. We learned that all living things on earth need water to live and that even our bodies are made of water. We learned some sad news that not all Indigenous peoples have access to clean drinking water. The good news is that Indigenous peoples have water protectors which work hard every day to keep our water sources clean. And the fact that the United Nations has declared water a human right helps countries do a better job of protecting water. But I think the most important thing we learned today is that even kids can be water protectors. Even Cricket is excited about that. So, warrior kids, do any of you want to be water protectors? What will you do this week to help share what you learned about water today? Will you go online and find new ways to protect water? Will you draw some pictures of ponds or streams, rivers, lakes, oceans, or wetlands, and maybe share them with us? Or maybe you can ask your parents or teachers to show you some videos of Indigenous water protectors in action. Some of you might even write letters to the Prime Minister asking him to protect water for Indigenous peoples. Whatever it is, I would love to hear about it. So, with your parents' help, you can send me some stories about what you're doing to help protect our water. As you all know, I would love to be able to keep decorating our Warrior Kids website with all your artwork and sharing your Warrior Kids stories. You can check us out online at www.warriorkidspodcast.com. Thank you all for listening, learning, and acting. Till next time, later Gators. 